0: Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are are honest, whatsoever things are are just, Whatsoever whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things, are of good report, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. As a man thinks, thinks, so is he. he. Keep Keep thy heart heart. with all diligence, diligence. for out of it it are are the issues of life. I want to talk to you for a moment about telling your mind what to think. The last passage of scripture we just read from Proverbs, the fourth chapter and the 23rd verse tells us, keep your heart. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues, are the experiences of life. When you come across the word heart in the scriptures used in this sense, heart means the subconscious mind that we've been talking a lot about. Keep your subconscious mind. Be careful to keep feeding it the things that you would like to see in your life. But be careful not to feed your subconscious mind the things that you don't want to see in your life. Don't feed your subconscious mind ideas about sickness, ideas about poverty, ideas about lack and limitation. Feed your subconscious mind ideas about health, ideas about abundance, ideas about prosperity, ideas about love and goodness. Because whatever you put into the subconscious mind, that's what you're going to get out. The subconscious mind can also be likened unto a computer. And the computer people have a wonderful slogan that they use in their business. They say, garbage in, garbage out. And many times people wonder, and they ask me, Reverend Ike, how is it that these things are happening to me? Why? What have you put into your mental computer? What have you put into your subconscious mind? So I want to instruct you on telling your mind what to think. Now, please listen to this. Your individual presence of mind should be operated by you and given strict orders by you. But these orders, as I indicated before, should be given lovingly and joyfully. If you do not tell your mind what to think, the world will keep your mind confused. If you do not have your mind operating under your strict orders of good and of love, the world will just keep your mind upside down and fill your mind with all kinds of ideas. So we all have to learn how to program our own minds. Today, there are so many voices from the world mind telling us what to think. Politicians try to program us and tell us what to think. On the other hand, there are preachers telling us what to think, doctrines and dogmas, but each person should know that I am the master of my faith, and I am the captain of my soul. Never let any thought or any idea take up residence in your mind unless, first of all, you examine it and choose to have that idea in your mind. This is what Joshua meant when he said to the children of Israel, Choose you this day whom you shall serve. You should not admit any ideas into your mind unless you consciously choose those ideas. And whatever you do, don't let other people tell you what to think. Choose you this day whom you shall serve. So now what are the good things that we can generally agree on? that we can tell our minds to think. I'm going to give you the general wordology here that I like to use, and then we're going to do some practice work. You see, here at this church, we don't just talk about what is good for us to do. We practice, and we show you how to put these things into action if you so desire. You should tell your mind constantly to think health, happiness, success, love, and prosperity. Repeat these words after me one by one. Health, Health, happiness, happiness, success, success, love, love, and and prosperity. Now let's stand and do what I call a mind exercise. And of course, this is prayer. This is prayer in its truest sense. And remember now, we're not trying to get God up in the sky or God way off somewhere to do anything. We're simply getting it together in our own minds, in our own psychology. And I want to say this, it may shock some of you. You are the only person that you need to convince. All you need to do to get whatever you want is to convince yourself of it. If you can convince yourself in your own mind of the reality of you having a million dollars, a million dollars would come to you. So please remember when you're praying, who are you trying to convince? Myself. Now, you see, that makes it simple, doesn't it? If you're here today and you're not experiencing health as you would like to, you don't have to convince God in the sky to heal you. All you have to do is convince yourself in your own mind of the reality of you having health. Some said, there he goes on that mind science again. Yes, here I go on that mind science again. And remember the Apostle Paul taught mind science. He said it in another way, but the same thing. He said, be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. Is that Bible, saints? You're praying for some God in the sky somewhere to change you, to change conditions, to change your health, to change your home, to change your husband, to change your children, to change your financial condition. That's not it. Be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, convince yourself of the reality of a change, and when you convince yourself of a reality of a change, then that change will take place. Back in 1959, after I'd just gotten out of the Air Force and drawing unemployment benefits, thirty dollars a week, I convinced myself, I convinced myself while getting thirty dollars a week, that I could have a ministry a radio ministry, an evangelistic ministry that would spread out through this whole nation and that I could have a network of radio stations all over this country. I convinced myself of that. (laughs) You see, because some of you stand here and you hear me talk about what you can be, what you can do, and what you can have, and you know what you say? You say, oh, yes, Reverend, I can talk because he's got it. Well, I'm telling you how I got it. And the same way I got it, I want to tell you and show you how you can get it. Now, and most of you know you've been on the preachers all your days, and they got what they got but never told you how to get it. They told you you'd get your pie in the sky when you died while they were eating theirs, damn it. They rode up to the church in their Cadillacs, and their long white robes already, and told you to bring your tithes and offerings, and you'd get yours by and by in the sky when you die. Yeah, and if you didn't do it, they sent you to the other place. So now listen to me, and you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. The same truth that set me free, I want to give it to you so that it will set you free. You see, people said, well, Reverend, I can talk because he's got it. And I want you to know where this thing came from. I started this multi-million dollar ministry when I was drawing unemployment at $30 a week. That's where, and that's when I started all of this. How did I start it? I convinced myself.